2: Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: The
1: volume. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. Uh, we are live on Amp. For everyone that's not listening on Amp. we're uh, recording this episode Tuesday morning. A tough loss last night for the Dubs. Um, We're going to get into that, talk a little bit about the other series before we get out of here. Uh, But for starters, let's just get straight into the game. How great have the playoffs been so far? You've heard me talk about all of these matchups, and it's only going to get better. If you're in a city that's still in it, you have to experience this for yourself. I know you've heard me say that, but I promise there is nothing like a playoff game live and in person. And Game Time is the way to get there. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to your favorite NBA team, check out Game Time, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. And it doesn't stop with the NBA. Game Time has tickets to MLB, NHL, even concerts and comedy shows too. Download the Game Time app and redeem code Green for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and enter code Green. That's G R E E N for twenty dollars off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Uh. Lakers took the game 104-101. Man, tough one, very tough one. I had a 99-96 lead after Clay hit a three, and the Lakers ended the game on a eight-to-two run. And quite frankly, I thought we did enough to win the game up until the last two minutes. Or so, uh, maybe even a minute and a half, two minutes. Our offensive execution wasn't there down the stretch, and that is on all of us. That's not on just Clay. That's not on Steph. Uh, that's on all of us. And, you know, we, I know everyone's talking about the, the Steph shot or a couple shots and the Clay couple shots. And quite frankly, I'm rolling with them guys, I'm rolling with them. Taking any shot that they feel is necessary. Could we have gotten a better one? Of course. But I'm rolling with the same guys I rolled in with, as I told you before. And if they make those shots, it's, oh, my God, can, no one can shoot like them. They're the greatest shooters ever, which they are. And if you miss them, people talk. And that's just the business that we're in. And so, you know, you can question the shots all you want. That's fine. I get it. I understand it. Um, But just know and understand that no one here is wavering at all. We riding with them no matter what. And, you know, there's other things that we could have done in the game better. And, you know, you got to go watch the film and figure those things out, and apply them tomorrow. Because guess what? It's the first to four. Not the first to three. Whether it's 3-1, whether it's 3-0, oh, no matter. It's the reason it's a seven-game series. It's the first to four. And we understand that. I think every game that you win from this point on, like every game, period, every game won in a series flips the pressure to the other team. The moment you win a game, <clears throat> the, pressure, the pressure flips to the other team. I don't care if it's game one. I don't care if it's game six. Only time the pressure doesn't flip to the other team is when you win game seven. Once game seven is won, pressure doesn't flip to the other team. That team goes home, you move on. And that's just that. So for us, the goal is to win one game. We've been here before. Uh, We've been here before, and we know what it takes. And like I said, the goal is to win one game. You go win one game, all the pressure flips. You go back to crypto, three to two essentially puts them in a must-win situation. No one wants to go on the road for a game seven. Must-win situations are a little different um, than any other game. And so I think for us, uh, the goal is always going to be, and the goal right now is just to go win the next game. And like I said, I think we did a bunch of things to win the game, and we just didn't execute down the stretch. Figure that out. I trust that we'll execute down the stretch as we always have. And you keep it pushing. Um, <clears throat> I thought we did an incredible job of wearing both AD and LeBron down. They played a ton of minutes, very high usage. I thought we did a great job of wearing them down. In turn, they went to Lonnie Walker in the fourth quarter. Most cases, that's a win. you know. It's, and it's still a win, by the way, like, If you can stop them, stop LeBron from getting what shots he wants, stop AD from getting what shots he wants, Lonnie Walker beat you. You kind of got to live with it. Lonnie Walker had a huge fourth quarter, 15 points in the fourth quarter, which was all the points that he scored in the game. And you got to tip your hat to him. Uh, That's a brother who stayed ready uh, regardless of what's happened on their roster. I do find it very funny that um, all of questions and stuff about the lakers rosters and the guys that they've been rolling with for the most part with the exception of d-low jared vanderbilt hasn't played a ton in the last few games the guys that they've been rolling with was the guys that was already on the roster and so i just actually found that a bit funny but um yeah i think you know you, you tip your hat to lonnie walker like i said that's a guy who's uh been in and out of the lineup um, played a lot early on. Didn't play much. Then played a little more. Then didn't play at all. And he stayed ready. Uh, and, and you know, you you tip your hat to true professionals who stay ready when their number is called. And he did that on the biggest stage. On the biggest stage, he came through uh, where we were right there at tying the series up two to two. He came through and he beat us. So you got to give him some credit. Uh, but like I said, in saying that. You know, when executing a defensive game plan, your goal is for LeBron James and for Anthony Davis not to beat you. I think for the most part, we did a pretty good job of that. LeBron uh, finished with 27. AD finished with 23. Um, and like I said, they played a ton of minutes. And you're just trying to wear them down over the course of time. And I thought we did a pretty good job of that. Uh, there's other things that you can't take care of. I thought Austin Reeves got a bunch of dribble penetration on us. Um... You know, we had pretty much kept him in the bag the entire series. He got off, had a good game last night, 21 points on 7 for 15 shooting. We inserted GP into the lineup. I think GP did a great job on both sides of the ball. Uh, GP did a good job uh, finishing. Uh, he did a good job playmaking. And he did a great job of taking D'Angelo back out of the series. Uh, he finished with four points on 1 of 10 shooting. Uh you know, continuing to keep D'Angelo out of the series will be very important going into tomorrow's game and, and for the rest of this series, as as we expected to go seven. And I'm not wavering from that until I no longer see that it's possible to go on seven. Like I said, I trust where we are. Um, I trust who we are. And I think that's what's most important in this situation. I trust who we are. I trust the dogs that I rolled in with you got to always trust that and know that in the in the toughest times we're going to deliver and that's where that's what we stand on that's what we that's what we're about that's what we've been about that's not changing now uh i thought early on in the game we did a great job of um creating a bunch of great looks bunch of great looks and sometimes the ball just don't go in i thought for the most part we had shot relatively well in this series um shots just didn't go in as we created good looks we ended up 12 for 41 from 3 uh the lakers didn't shoot the 3 well either which is why it's a pretty low scoring game Uh 104-101 um which they end up like i said taking the game away but you know we did some good things and no moral victories here uh but what you do is you you take those good things and you roll those over to the next game and try to correct the things that you didn't do so well that's always the focus in the series. Uh, Took a hard spill last night. Um, Back of the head was checked for a concussion. Uh, Checked out well, Um, gotta get checked again today. I feel great, so not expecting anything there, but uh, especially as a kid that grew up having seizures, Um, you know, those are things that I don't take lightly. And so, whereas, you know, in a situation like this, you probably try to dodge the concussion test because who wants to sit out with a concussion even if I was concussed? No one, especially in the situation that we're in. But like I said, with my history of ep- epilepsy, um, I haven't had any issues for those listening since I was 13, 14 years old. Um, I've been off medicine for epilepsy. For almost five years now, which is absolutely incredible for a kid that had been on medicine for first, maybe since I was three or four years old until I was 28. So uh, when there are things to the head, I don't take them lightly just knowing that history. Uh, My grandma has been on my phone all day. My mom has been on my phone all all night and through this morning. And obviously, they're on on the East Coast time. Um, My mom has been on my phone. And then I have to go to the arena and get checked out again. But like I said, I feel great. I don't expect anything of it. All the tests were incredible. Um, I'll tell you what, one of the tests is like walking straight, like, you know, parallel or one foot behind another, backwards and forward. And I just don't understand, like, that's tough for me, like, anyway, like, that's a test that they do when people are intoxicated. And I just don't understand how that's the test because I am a professional athlete and I struggle with that test. Like, that's more of a balance test, just testing your balance. And quite frankly, balancing is tough, especially when you've had the amount of ankle injuries and all the things that basketball players have had. It is tough. So when people are doing that, I was doing that test last night and I'm like, man, this, like, this is just a tough test. like. Trying to, I don't know. Um, but like I said, I passed all of the concussion tests, so that was great. Um, and I feel great. And we got nothing to lose. Down 3 1, you come out swinging. Go down swinging if you do go down, but we're not going down. But you leave that court with no regrets. And like I said, you win one game, series flips, pressure flips, everything flips. So that's our goal. Klay will play better. I have no doubt in my mind I'll play better. Um, Steph had an incredible game. Expect more of the same or even more from him. And everybody else will play great. Uh, Moses Moody's been giving us great minutes. Dante gave us some good minutes last night. GP gave great minutes. Um, Loon when Loon's in there, he's giving great minutes. Wiggs was aggressive. Like, listen, I'm living with it. And we just didn't make the plays we needed to make down the stretch to win the game. We'll make those plays. I have no doubt in my mind. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Taking this thing 3-2 to and heading back
0: to L.A. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
1: Be a fun time. Really fun time. You gotta love these moments. You cannot only be good when it's good. So I've told you before, we call those front runners. And front runners, we are not. So you take it on the chin, you get them their credit, and you bounce back. And that's what we will do. And it'll be fun doing it. Uh, the Heat took a 3-1 lead. Uh Jimmy Butler, 27, 10, and 6. Jimmy Butler, I think one of the most underrated things in the playoffs that Jimmy Butler does is Jimmy Butler is going to make sure they get at least a decent look every possession. If he has to hold the ball for 22 seconds and get it to someone with two seconds left on the shot clock, he's going to make sure that they get a decent look. And I think that's one of Jimmy's superpowers when it comes, you know, everybody's always talking about playoff Jimmy and this and that. That is a huge part of it. Uh, It's just his pace and, his strength like you're not stopping Jimmy from getting to a spot that Jimmy wants to get to because he got speed, he has deceptiveness, he has strength. He gets to a spot that he want to get to and he has an incredible elevation on his jump shot. Great footwork, pivots and all the things. Jimmy is going and then he's a very good passer. Um and so Jimmy's going to make sure they get good shots. And they are dominating the Knicks right now. They are really dominating them. It's crazy to think they gave the game away. Without Jimmy, they still should have won that game. If you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have to be watching this and questioning yourself. Like, wait, we thought Miami was this, blah, 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 or they're now doing this to the Knicks, and the Knicks did this to us. You have to be questioning yourself a little bit, or just like, you know, what? Where, what's the move or where where does it go? Um, I think that's an interesting one. But like I said, not surprised at all by Jimmy. Uh, Bam has been playing better. Max Strews, Gabe, K-Love k playing better um, or playing well. They picked him up at the – on the buyout market, he's playing well. k has been playing great off the bench. Putting it together, man, you got to tip your hat to the heat. I actually think they'll go to New York and get it done. And five. Julius Randle just hasn't been able to find it. And as I told y'all last game, that's just a that's a tough defense for Julius to go. Like Julius plays a almost a muddied up game. Like it's physical. It's in a crowd and, and Miami thrives on that. So now you got Julius taking step back threes. And like, you know, you get a couple of those when you got it going, but when you just taking those to try to get it going, it's tough. Tough. So we'll see uh, what happens there, but I got the Heat closing it out in five in the Garden. It's gonna be loud in the Garden, but I got them doing it. And man, I watched a game the other day, Nuggets versus the Suns. I mean, what a what an incredible display of talent. Joker had 53 and 11 assists. I'm not sure what D Book's number end up being, but I. I like 36 maybe or something like that who cares felt like he had 50 made every big bucket shot an incredible percentage from the field again I think he shot 79% from the field or something like that KD did what KD does but D book man I tip my hat to D-Book. And I always knew D-Book was a stone-cold killer. Always have been. Always have had that mindset. Uh, Has that seriousness that you need. And he carrying them guys. Got Landry Shaman hitting shots. Shout out to Landry, man. Landry stepped up big. Because Landry got to make those threes. And you give Landry Shaman corner threes, like, I thought that was awful on the Nuggets part. Landry Shaman hit three threes in a row from the corner and then caught one and brought a break, and he missed it long. Like It's a totally different three-point shot, and we're just giving Landry Shaman wide-open corner threes. I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. Um, but the Nuggets are going to need Jamal Murray to be more assertive. The Nuggets are going to need uh, Jamal Murray. If he's more assertive, like Joker got to it last game, but not a ton out of pick and roll. And when Jamal Murray's more assertive, it opens that up more, which makes them tougher to guard because then it opens other guys up as opposed to Joker just getting 53. Obviously, he had 11 assists. But again, that's Joker creating everything. And so I think they'll need a more assertive Jamal Murray um, in order to take game five, 2-2, going back home right where you need to be. No harm, no foul. You didn't get one on the road. No harm, no foul. We'll see what happens there. But Book, man, Book is playing absolutely sensational basketball. And it's been over a stretch of like 12 games now. Like Book really doing it. So I'm looking forward to checking that game out later. And lastly, uh, we had the uh, 76ers versus the Celtics. In overtime, James Harden showed back up, 42-9-8. Joel showed up. P.J. Tucker showed up. P.J. did all of the little things that no one wants to respect. Showed up. They tied the series up 2-2 heading back to Boston. To me, I think all the pressure flips to Boston. Now, remember, each game one, the pressure flip, but it flips to Boston in a major way. a game you very much so should have and could have won to take a 3-1 lead. Now you're tied up 2-2. Going back home, obviously everyone plays better at home. Again, Al Horford has been shooting the lights out of the ball. Um, I got Boston taking this one. I got Boston going back home and taking care of business, but in saying that, to recover from that letdown, they should have won that game, I felt like. So to recover from that is tough. Just like for us, like, we should have won the game last night. Like, recovering from that is tough, but guess what? It's the playoffs. It's what you have to do. It's what you have to do. I have no doubt in my mind that we'll do it. I have no, mind in my mind, no doubt in my mind that Boston do it. That's a team building and desperately trying to get to a championship. So I know they'll come out locked in. Looking forward to checking these games out. I know you all are as well. Chop it up with y'all tomorrow night after we take game five. Till next time, that's a wrap from the Draymond Green Show. Peace.
0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
0: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country.
2: Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah,
2: ski slopes. Let's
0: do it. Um, Tanner, a girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait.
2: Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture.